You're listening to Bo and Dave's excellent podcast, Chicago's podcast. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Bo and Dave's show or Facebook.com forward slash The Bo and Dave Show. Buckle up, bitches. It's about to get juicy. Episode number 73, I am Dave flying solo. Bill is out driving for Uber tonight, so he won't be able to join us. But uh, don't worry, you're in good hands. That was Cadillac by Mest, that song you just heard. Uh, some exciting news coming from their socials at the official Mest on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, Tony, the singer, he announced that they're recording their first album in 13 years with the original lineup and uh they're funding that through kickstarter so go to their social media check it out instagram um there's a cool surprise in their video uh at the official mess check that out uh on the phone with us we have a very talented super talented actress and producer who is actually produced and starred in the movie the sixth friend which is available everywhere uh, on VOD and in some select theaters. Chantel Albers, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. No, thank you. Thank you for coming on. This is so cool. First yeah. of all, congratulations on producing and starring in uh, your first feature. Holy cow. Yeah, thank you. Um, it was a big accomplishment, and I'm really, I found out that I actually kind of like producing. I like being a, a filmmaker as well as an actress. So It's, uh, it's, it's, that, that, producer role always intrigues me and i and i'm looking forward to get getting into that but uh let's talk about the sixth friend for a second can you give us a little i haven't seen it i'm gonna be honest i'm not gonna be one of those interviewers that acts like they've seen it and love the movie i'm gonna be honest i haven't seen it and not for anything other than horror movies scare the crap out of me and this looks extremely scary so what can you tell us about the, <laughs> the sixth friend yeah, I mean, it is a horror film, so we did put a little bit of a scary element in it, if you will. But it is a female-driven horror film, so I do feel that it's a little bit on the lighter side as far as the horror and and gore goes. That's kind of what we wanted to do, was stay away from a lot of gore and make it more about the relationships and the chase as well as making it kind of interesting and a little bit different. So the ending has a twist. We put a twist in at the ending that a lot of people haven't seen coming. Some have, but a lot of them are like, oh, my God, I had no idea that was going to be the case. So um, it, the movie starts off with um, these girls. They've just kind of graduated college. It's a bit of a flashback. Um, so they're in, like, their mid-20s or so. And it's the night of their college graduation, and they decide to trip acid or do some LSD for the first time. All right, yeah. <laughs> so we kind of start off with a little bit of a visual um, to get the movie going. Um, you know, lots of visual effects of what they're seeing and experiencing. And come to find out, you realize that the man that brought the um, the drugs over is doing an attempted rape and murder on one of the girls, but there's six of us and one of him, and we end up killing him. 
before he was able to actually do anything. And so throughout all that, these girls kind of develop a little bit of um, B-level fame, if you will. Um, They're kind of in the news for being these survivors that, um, you know, killed off their own attacker and everything. Sure. And so with all all that, that kind of has changed the relationship and changed everyone a little bit. So we haven't really been in contact for um, a few years. And then five years later, we all decide to reconvene in the woods um, at a cabin to rekindle our relationship. And that's when um, hell breaks loose again. And at the end, you realize that the killer isn't who you thought it was. So it's a little bit of a slasher, a little bit of a mystery that we have in it. And it's a li- we wanted to add in a little bit of a paranormal element, even though um, it's not paranormal. Sure, sure. In the end, but... Well, and yeah, there's some moments where you're like, "Wait, how is that possible? How is this happening?" So, <laughs> well, that that that's uh, that makes it fun, right? That makes it, and then it's not just all like edge of your seat jumping things jumping at you and stuff. So, I can dig that. I will definitely then check it out. I feel safe now, having that explained to me. <laughs> um, yeah. And, and and the cast is uh, pretty cool. So you got Dominique Swain in, who I believe you've worked with before, if I'm not mistaken, and uh, yeah. And uh, Jamie Bernadette, and uh, friend of the show here, uh, Jessica Morris, she's been on. And uh, I mean, it's, it's, uh, what a lineup. I love, I love the female driven aspect of this. I think, uh, I, I I would love to see more of that in film. Um, But I think that's such a cool touch, and it really makes this film in particular different than anything else you'll see, you know? Yeah, and it's also female directed and female written and produced. So it is uh, pretty female heavy, but I always joke and I say we did have a male um, VP, so <laughs> we <laughs> we tried to spread our wings a little bit there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's it, and and. That's very nice of you guys to do that to 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 let one of the boys participate. That's cool, but um, I, I, I think uh, he yeah. can. Oh, he can play too. That's all right. Um, but like, yeah. <laughs> I think uh, I, I think what's what's really intriguing about this is you produced and and, and starred in this, right? So, in between and mm-hmm. and I I'm asking this because I'm interested in it, right? Like, what is the role of the producer, you know, compared to like the director? Because I think a lot of people get that confused. Um, I understand it, of course, but I'm just asking so the listeners understand. Like the role of producer, what what is what is your role? Uh, what are some of the duties uh, of a producer of a film like this? Well, producing it is kind of putting the whole movie together. The director obviously has a lot of contact with the actors and the overall vision of the film, and they work hand in hand with the cinematographer to see how it's going to be shot and you know, work on angles and basically creating a story and having a vision of the overall project. When you're producing, um, you actually get to hire the director and the cinematographer and the crew. Um, A lot of times it involves getting funding and dispersing the funds, um, you know, into different departments to make the movie and to make sure everything goes through um it's producer is basically putting the whole thing together it's basically hiring everything and making sure that everything runs smoothly and then the director deals more with like the actors and the camera camera guys and they get more technical as far as um making the movie but as producer it's kind of overseeing everything about um 
the film and making sure the numbers add up and everything. So there's definitely a big business aspect to producing. I basically like it because I do like having kind of a final say over or having a, a say in um, how the movie turns out and how it is an edit and how we what we decide to shoot and just, you know, you have a say over the overall look. And two of the film. Doesn't it add to the pressure though too? Because like it's one thing to to <laughs> to star in it, right? And then if 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 it sucks or people don't connect with it or whatever it is, uh, you were just an actor. You didn't really you you had really no part in how it, the story comes together and what what scenes are put in what order and what edits are made, right? So you're like, I was in it. It right. seemed like really cool. The script was awesome, but I guess it just didn't connect. When you're the producer, too, that's got to be a lot more stress and pressure on a personal level, no? Yeah, it is. It's it's a lot more to deal with, I guess. Like you said, it is just a lot more pressure and a lot more stress. But it's also, um, I think it's a little bit more rewarding, too, just because you do have a, a say over the creation of the film and not just, not just acting in it. You get to take more responsibility, which... It's good and bad. <laughs> like you said, if people hate it, then it's kind of like, oh, that movie that was yours and you made. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, if it's been an actor, it's kind of like, oh, it's just there for the day. <laughs> you know, uh, so like you said, it's it's kind of good and bad. Sure. So, risk-taking. And, and, and the other question, and the reason why I brought up the producer-director roles is because I think it's really interesting. So like you said, the producer hires the director, but then the director is giving mm-hmm. you the direction as the actor, right? And uh, and then yeah. on, t- on top of it, Jamie Bernadette uh, wrote the screenplay, right? So uh, and she's also uh, she a star. wrote it with the director, yeah. So the as a director, that had to be a difficult job for for the director of this, I would think, right? Because the people that hired you yeah. are the people you're giving direction to. So it's got to kind of, <laughs> it's got to be, I, I like it because it's got to be a true collaborative effort, right? It does. Yeah, it does need to be collaborative and everyone needs to be able to have their say and also be willing to compromise on a few things. And I think Leisha was really good, our director, Leisha Clouston. She was really good to work with as far as um, compromising and making sure that we're able to tell the story while keeping everyone's vision um yeah at bay too so sure yeah sure that's uh it's it's very exciting and you can catch it it's playing in uh select cities right now and it's on vod so make sure you check it out the the sixth friend it's it's so exciting you know yeah. congratulations on that it's it's truly a a, a huge accomplishment and it's got to be a weight off your shoulders to have it out now right a little bit oh it is yeah it's <laughs> Definitely um, a great weight off our shoulders to have it out. And, I mean, it's on all the VOD platforms. So I think iTunes and Amazon are the two main ones, but it's on um, Fandango and Voodoo and all of them. So it's really nice to sit back and be able to see your work. Oh, there it is. <laughs> right. On the you know page of iTunes and stuff. For sure, for sure. Um, now, you've, you've kind of – you've you've been all over the place acting. Uh, you really came up, uh, well, you, you're from North Dakota, eh? Right. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's awesome. And a graduate yeah. of North Dakota state, which is, uh, uh it's, it's awesome. How do you, uh, how do you adjust, you know, and, and, and again, I'm going back in the time machine here, you get out of college and eventually you move to LA. How is that adjustment from North Dakota to LA? Because, 
here in Chicago, most of us, when we hear North Dakota, we think like skiing, right? And, and mountains and, and, and definitely not LA, like the opposite of LA. Yeah. <laughs> so how was that? How was that adjustment? Well, it, it was quite an adjustment. Um, in, in North Dakota, there's a lot of like farmlands and there's some skiing, like you said, um, lots of wildlife, lots of outdoors. Um, it's, it's, the culture is completely different than LA too. So when I did move out here, it was quite a shock and it was it was quite an adjustment, I would say. I remember like walking outside, and I would need my GPS for everything. I couldn't find where my car was. Like <laughs> it was just so overwhelming. But it's funny now. I I go home, and I'm kind of used to living in LA, and I'm just used to all the options that that are here. Just options as far as you know, entertainment and um, where to eat and jobs and what to do and you know, resources and people. You, so you do definitely adjust if you just stay long enough. I would say it actually took me maybe two or three years to really fully adjust to Los Angeles just because it is so different. And I, I grew up on a farm, so I grew up on a very, very rural environment, and I went to school in a very small town. So it was a complete 180 from where I live now. So not a lot of vegan restaurants or not a lot of midnight comedy shows in North Dakota, I'm guessing, right? <laughs> yeah, there's not really any. <laughs> <laughs> right. Not any. <laughs> those are one, that's one of my favorite things, comedy shows and vegan food. <laughs> right. And, and uh, there, there, was, there was something I saw in your bio, which I always found interesting because, um, you know, I've got, I've got a little bit of improv background here. Obviously, Chicago's a big improv uh, town and... And uh, there's a big theater town here, too. And there was one thing I saw yeah. in, in your bio on IMDb uh, that mentioned you had a background in summer stock. And, and, and that's something where, like, I've heard the term before, but what is summer stock? And, and theater people are right now uh, cringing that I even asked that question. Oh, yeah, it's just um, outdoor summer theater, basically. It's normally, um, normally musical theater, but I, I think that some summer stock is, are straight plays too, but it's mainly um, a lot of it is regional theater too. Um, so it's outdoor summer theater, pretty much on the regional level. That's it's funny too that you mentioned uh, some music in there because I thought I read in uh, TZ Element magazine that interview you did, and congratulations on the uh-huh. cover, a first cover of a magazine. How cool oh, is that? Thank you. Um, yeah, that was. <laughs> I, I I read there that you were gonna that you have a project that coming up where you get to test uh, your musical chops a little bit. Oh yes, <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm actually wanting to make another film uh, that involves music because I do sing, and so I've been wanting to make a film where I can sing in it. You know, that's the best way to do it, right? Like, if you want to sing in a film, just make one. That's what I say. Make one, make your own. Yeah, I'm like I said, I really have gotten on to where I'm really excited about producing and kind of you know, sky's the limit when you can make make your own um, movies. So it's it's awesome, and and I really collaborate. I it happen. I absolutely love the fact. I love the fact, and I and I and I and I'm hoping there's more there's more and more of this happening is uh and we've had uh quite a few like female directors and producers on the show and, and i think it's 
it's about damn time, am I right? To see see more women making movies and stuff. I, I want to see, uh, you know, the next big blockbuster yeah. theater hit. You know, be be woman driven. I I think it's awesome, and I'm not just saying that because of the times. I think it's just it's fresh, it's new, um, some cool perspectives going on. So again, that's it's yeah. cool. I love that. Like, well, I kind of want to sing in a project, so I'm gonna make a movie. Why not? <laughs> that's, that's so yeah, kick-ass. why not, right? <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. So, so I love jazz. Singer. I love jazz. <laughs> that one thing about Chantel that you'll notice is she's pretty active on social media, so you can catch her uh, at Chantel Albers on the socials, Instagram, and Twitter. And uh, we've actually followed you for for quite a while. I think uh, maybe we saw. I don't know. I don't know how we how how we followed you on Instagram, but I, I've. Oh. I've I've seen it maybe through through Jessica when Jessica Morris was on or something there was uh, who knows but I like that you're active on it it's very cool <laughs> and um, yeah <laughs> and you were just and you had just uh, you had just uh, posted a picture on Instagram about the uh, the TZ Element magazine and I think you said it was your first magazine cover um, yeah yeah how how uh, how was that experience with the photo shoot and all that stuff. Well, it was a really cool photo shoot that we got to do. Um, we actually had James Maslow there for the shoot as well. It was um, there were some solo shots of a project that I did um, with Rochelle Royale, and she brought in James Maslow for the shoot. And it was a female empowered um, song that she has out, so called "Cold World." Cool. And we did kind of like a lyric video with it, and so some of those shots were from that uh that photo shoot that we did with him so it's cool he was surrounded by all of us um women and if you notice i'm dressed in a little bit of a masculine way and it was kind of like females dressing masculine but still kind of sexy and powerful and and then there's james right in the middle of a you know kind of representing the man that's supporting you know female empowerment so that's awesome that's so that cool. was kind of the thought behind that that photo shoot that we did there were some solos from that shot that's it's it's really it's it's exciting man it's really cool it's got to be is it a little bizarre to see your like i mean i i don't know are you are you able to like watch yourself in things i guess producing a, a movie you kind of have to but prior to that were you cool with like i'm going to be in this and i watch it or do you kind of avoid watching stuff you're in well i'm kind of one where i'm i'm can be kind of a control freak and so then i always want to watch it because i want to make sure it's good enough or make sure that i didn't mess up or you know if i did mess up i want to watch it and be like hey don't do that again so right i'm kind of one where i'm kind of <laughs> i i like to watch sure. i definitely like to watch watch and learn that's what i like to do i know how to improve myself so <laughs> <laughs> that's why like I, I you know when you see yourself on the cover of a magazine how surreal is that that's got to be pretty pretty bizarre yeah yeah it's pretty cool and it is a little bizarre um to see the cover but i you know after when you see it, it's like oh that's really cool and i'm i'm proud of that you know <laughs> <laughs> sure sure um now um i know we're running a little short on time but i want to make sure we talk about something that that uh that i read about you i think is is super cool and we don't talk a lot about on this show, but uh, but your work with animals and 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 rescuing animals. Um, I just yeah. I just wanted to make sure we talk about that because I think that there's that's that's such a, a a cool thing you do and a great virtue to have just in in any human right. 
is to care for animals. Yeah. So, uh, can you talk about your your work with animals a, li- a little bit? Yeah, um, I actually have my dog. One of my dogs is a rescue that I I rescued him off of the streets in Hollywood. Here, I was walking my other dog one day, and I saw this little Chihuahua mix running around, and he had no collar, no leash, and he was definitely um, a little bit feral because I wasn't able to catch him. And when I did catch him, he he tried to bite me, and then he peed on me. He was so scared, the poor thing. But um, I did adopt him, and he's with us now. His name's Eddie, <laughs> and he lives with me. So I, I took him off the street and gave him a home with me. And I also do work with Dogs Without Borders, which is a nonprofit animal rescue here in L.A. It's one of many that um, rescue animals, and they try to give them other homes so the name of them dogs without borders as if they're looking for borders you know to board your dog sure and they've they're always looking for forever homes for their animals and the little red dog is another organization that i think is really great they actually just posted a picture of this dog on their instagram um she's eight and she's a terrier chihuahua mix and she doesn't have any eyes they had to remove her eyes because she had glaucoma and it was painful i guess but she's looking for her forever home. And I don't know, I flagged it and I sent it to my mom. I said, should I adopt her? <laughs> get three dogs? I don't know. I might, but <laughs> so, yeah. That's, that's, that's awesome. And, and thank you for doing that. I, I think, you know, more people need to get involved with that for sure. I think, uh, um, it's it's a it's a great a great if if you're not if you're never sure you want to do something good you're not sure what to do get involved with an animal shelter it's it's like literally the most mm-hmm. rewarding thing you can you can do just personally that's awesome um so totally. so, so yeah um again Chantel Albers you can see her on you know she guest starred on stuff like Modern Family Suspense Mob City uh, she's on that web series uh, Pumpkin Morgue with uh, with uh, Jeannie Reed uh, which is awesome and uh of course the sixth friend look out for it on vod it's on all platforms and it's playing in select cities uh and theaters too i believe didn't you get it you got a theater release on that so again we did yeah congratulations how hard is that wow that's awesome <laughs> and uh, yeah it was pretty awesome to have it playing theaters we were really grateful for that um and, and so, so what's next for you now? Now you got you got this one out there. What's next? Is, is it uh, the the project with uh, the the musical aspect to it, or what else do you have going on? Yeah, that might be next. Um, I've got some other films that are going to be coming out later this year, and I do have a short that I did with the NBC's Grimm, uh, the creators of NBC's Grimm. They produced it and. Their son actually directed it, and that's been playing at a lot of international festivals. I know it played at the Lund Festival um, in Lund, Sweden. That's where it premiered. And I believe that's going to have a wide release on, is it Crackle or one of the yeah. one of the sites online? Absolutely, um, yeah. So that's going to be coming up this year, and I've got another feature coming out. And for me, yeah, I, I want to produce another movie again, man. I want to start right now. So I'm currently, like, reading scripts, and hopefully we can get something going um, the end of May for another movie to come out. 
That's or to start production on it for the movie, not come out, I guess. So we <laughs> got to tape it or film it first. But <laughs> sure, sure. No, that's awesome. Um, well, I can't wait, and uh, I am definitely going to check out the Sixth Friend for sure. And uh, I'm sorry I didn't watch it ahead of time. I'm a little embarrassed, but um, but now that I know it's right. now now they know it's not all it's not all scares. I'm cool with it. I'll go check it out, and uh, you guys should too. Uh, it's everywhere VOD, um, and you know you probably watch it on your phone wherever. Um, it's uh, at Chantel Albers on Instagram and Twitter. She's very active. Give her a follow. And Chantel, thank you so much for coming on, and congratulations on all your success. This is awesome to see. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Uh, all right. Take care. All right. You too. Bye. Bye. All right. There you go. Chantel Albers. Make sure you check her on the socials, Twitter and Instagram, at Chantel Albers. Uh, it's spelled just like it sounds. Uh, she's got a lot of cool stuff coming up. And don't forget the sixth friend. It's available on VOD everywhere. Um, also, like I said, at the top of the show, at the official mess on Instagram and Twitter, check out their Kickstarter. Um, there's a lot of cool things you can get by donating, uh, stuff you, can, you can't get anywhere else. So make sure you check them out and support that. We love music. We love Chicago bands. And yeah, that's about it for now. We will catch you next time. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. Please be sure to subscribe and rate us. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Bull and Dave Show or Facebook.com forward slash The Bull and Dave Show.